You are listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. This podcast is for insurance agents that are helping America's seniors with their financial choices. Here is your host, Christopher Westfall. So I have to share something with you that happened today. Got a question from an agent, and the question went something like this. Hey, I just got rejected on a case from Aetna because I submitted it on August the 28th for a September 1st effective date. That's the first problem. Wrote it as guarantee issue for Plan G for this woman, and they told me that they don't use Plan G for guarantee issue. And we're still in 2019 as I record this video. Aetna said they don't use Plan G for guarantee issue. What carrier should I write, and how can you help me? This agent's been with me for three years and apparently doesn't know anything about guarantee issue or how to write a case. That's the first problem. So I want to give you a couple of tips as to what you can look for when you're trying to figure out, should I write this case and how should I write a case and what case should I write? Which plan should I use? And would this person be approved for a plan? A couple of really good resources that might help you save money and time, which is money, and also help your clients without giving them a false sense of security that you're going to submit something and it's just going to be approved. The first thing that I would recommend that you do is read the agent guide. See, if you're contracted with an insurance carrier, part of the part of the agreement is you're going to read their guideline as to how to do business with them. It's pretty important that you understand how to submit business, where their e-app is located, what their height and weight guidelines are, if any, what their approved drugs are or not, and in the case of guarantee issue, what's required to submit that case in order to get it approved. So the second thing you could do is pick up the telephone and call the underwriting or the new, new business department at the insurance carrier and say, you know what, I think I have a guarantee issue case here and let me just make sure I got everything in order. By doing so, they can ask you a certain list of questions that are generally available in the uh, sales guide, the agent guide. And by answering those questions for you over the phone, they can tell you really quick, Yes, this does qualify, or it doesn't, or if it does qualify for a guarantee issue, not talking about open enrollment, we're talking about special election period guarantee issue type people, what is required by way of documentation? And of course, which plans would be available? Another alternative is you could go to medicare.gov and type in special election periods, and you can find out instantly in a 10 second Google search, what are the criteria that would allow someone to get a Medicare supplement plan and which plan are they allowed to get? It's also right there on medicare.gov. Now, if you went to the last resource, and this is one that I'll plug, you could go to medicareagenttraining.com where you can not only find these special election periods and the underwriting guides that require what with which carrier, but you can also find which companies pay commission or not based on your guarantee issue plan. See, if you write a guarantee issue plan with Aetna and most other carriers, They'll either pay you nothing or next to nothing. And by that, I mean maybe 2% commission, maybe $25 one time per deal. No, an agent will absolutely lose your shirt if you're out there pursuing guarantee issue. Again, not open enrollment, guarantee issue business. It's important to know that you're not working for free and which carriers will entertain guarantee issue business and how. All that information is at my website to hopefully save you some time and money. If you're trying to find something on MedicareAgentTraining.com, you can simply type what it is you're looking for in the search box. That's where you do a search, and if you type in guarantee or guaranteed issue, you'll immediately find that post. So my ultimate point is this. If you've been an agent for any length of time whatsoever, Hi Sam, get the ball. Get the ball, Sam. And you have not yet read your underwriting guide or your agent guide, shame on you. You need to pull that sucker out. 
I've always said that what, what I've always done is uh, put the health questions for underwritten business for the carrier on my desk for each carrier that I have access to. Why? Because I can quickly access the height and weight requirements. I can access the application itself, know what the questions are, and try to eliminate whether or not I can help someone right then and there. The other thing is the agent guide. You've got to have that thing handy because it'll save you time. And in the case of this, guy submitted the case over three weeks ago. Still doesn't have an answer just today. Found out they're not going to accept it because he wrote the wrong plan for the wrong person with the wrong criteria and everything else. You can save all that if you just take a little bit of time to get to learn the product that you have access to. Especially if you're a member of my website, my gosh, just go read what it is that you're looking for and you can save a whole bunch of time and money. I mean, would you like to write a carrier that's going to pay you something on commission or a carrier that doesn't want it so much and the state in that case allows them to get away with paying no commission? I mean, we all work for a living, right? So you might as well get paid something, some kind of compensation for doing your job and helping people. That's my philosophy. So my ultimate point is this. We have to be a professional in this business. And by being a professional, they've actually written the manual on how to submit business. So if you want to get paid, you want to think, get things approved and help people, you have to know what you have access to in your portfolio. So many agents, and I've seen this thousands of times, and I'm just trying to save you time and money here. So many agents think that if I fill out an application and submit it, I've done my job. And the carrier, they have, you know, 24 hours, get that sucker approved for me or else the carrier is wrong. No, not necessarily the case at all. The carrier's job is to approve good applications. And our job as agents is to be professional enough to know what you can and what you can't submit. The mere action of doing the activity as far as submitting papers and just seeing what sticks on the wall is a waste of time. And you're fooling someone if you're telling them that you have this full-time thing going as an insurance agent, and yet a significant percentage of whatever you submit never gets approved. If that's happening, something's wrong with your business. The resources are available. I highly suggest you make use of them. Anyway, my name is Chris Westfall. I run a little website called MedicareAgentTraining.com. If I can help you, pop over there and send a comment. Participate in the online discussion that we have. It's a forum just for members. And make sure you come to one of our live events because I assure you it'll change your life. Take care. Bye-bye. My name is Phyllis Dixon. I'm from Tidewater, Virginia, and I really enjoyed this session of uh, the Medicare agent training here in Charleston, South Carolina. The people that come are from all over the United States, full of enthusiasm, excited about the prospects of selling Medicare to more people and helping more folks. And the attitude of all the staff at Medicare agent training is so professional and so kind and thoughtful about others and so thorough that's very inspiring and I highly recommend working with them and being at any of their events and I've enjoyed it so much. I'm taking a lot away and uh, I've met new people and I'm very excited about that too. Thanks for listening to the Senior Agent Podcast. For more information and other episodes, visit SeniorAgentPodcast.com.